Hi there, and welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. Today's episode, Draw Smart, Draw Smart Draw. We're joined today by the painter of light himself, Matthew Stubblefield, my co-host. Hi, Matthew. That is such a glorious title. I think that is the best one you've come up with yet, and and yet... Uh, so hyperbolic. Yeah, it really extremely <laughs> hyperbolic. Matthew likes dark colors on his walls. However, it's good to see you. Matthew's coming to us live from the London office today. So if you hear um, clinking of glasses and much celebrating, you'll know why that's happening. And we're also joined by a very special guest, the vice president of product marketing at Smart Draw, the one and only Joshua Platt. Hi, Joshua. Hello. How are you guys doing? Oh, dude, it's so good, good. to see you. Quick aside, Joshua is an avid climber. And when we got to hang out at uh, Summit Europe, uh, I saw Joshua scale a structure impressively I that I could only get, you know, four or five feet off the ground on. Joshua's at the top going, what's up? I'm, I'm up here. So it's wonderful to see you, uh, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Joshua, we start every podcast with the Thunderbolt round. And today's Thunderbolt round is going to be Art that inspires you. I personally, um, oh God, I'm totally blanking on his name. Mondrian. We just, we just I, had this discussion. No, I know. And I'm not going to, I'm, and you know, we did just have this discussion and I was going to talk about all my painting, my cat pictures on the wall behind me. As you do. As right. our, as our viewers at home can't see because they're listeners, not viewers. But, um, it's Mondrian, Piet Mondrian. He's the guy who does all the geometric um, black and white lines with with color blocks interspersed. And so Mondrian and um, artists of his ilk, I don't know what it is about the geometric patterns and the color interspersion, but it does something to my brain that really gets me going. Um, That and the pointillists... um, if you've ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, there's a scene in the Chicago Art Institute where um, where one of Ferris Bueller's friends gets awestruck by a painting and just stands there. I totally did that accidentally. I didn't even real. I didn't even think about the scene. I just stood there and stared at the the sheer magnificence of that art. So I really like the geometric stuff. That's me, Joshua. What moves you? So I'm going to be humorous and do the exact opposite. Uh, he's a, a friend of mine named Kyle Steed. Uh, he's a, a, he calls himself a professional doodler. So he is um, not geometric. Uh, it's quite random. The lines are very jagged. Um, it's all hand-drawn. So it's a very um, organic feeling um, kind of art. Uh, but he's done a several uh, large-scale installations for co-working spaces. And every time I see one, I just... I wish I would, I'd be there all the time because there's there, they always inspire this kind of creativity and this freedom. Um, and yeah, they're just awesome. That is super cool. Nice. I'm going to look that up post haste. Matthew, what about you? So the thing that I, I typically enjoy most in art is the play of light, you know, that, that ability to capture light. Uh, and we were talking about this before the podcast, hence Ryan's hyperbolic introduction. <laughs> I, uh, I just, it's, it's mesmerizing to me. It's so cool. Uh, capturing that in paint where it looks, it's not about the realism for me. There's something beyond that. And so um, I first really experienced with Caravaggio, uh, the Italian painter, 
Uh, and then it really was taken to the next level by Vermeer. And um, just not even, not just the expressionism of the, the people and their, you know, their depiction, but just the way he, they paint light. Um, that's the thing I could stand and stare at uh, just forever. I will spend hours in art galleries and a, and a good chunk of it uh, with those painters. Those are pretty inspiring works. So you might be wondering, this is an Atlassian podcast. What are these guys doing talking about art? Well, Joshua's from Smart Draw, and Smart Draw and Adaptivists are partners in bringing the Smart Draw suite to the Atlassian tools. Joshua, tell us a little bit about um, Smart Draw. Uh, so, Smart Draw is uh, it's started out uh, more than 20 years ago now. It's uh, not a new company. Um, uh, our CEO and founder, Paul Standard, started it in his, in his garage and it's kind of in a response to, to nothing, no diagram and solution fitting how he wanted to work. So uh, he started in, in Windows and, and uh, built the product and built up the company over, over time and um, was one of the first to really capitalize on search engine marketing. And that's really how... Um, we kind of have built the company is on uh, being really, really, really good at searches marketing for diagramming solutions. Um, a while ago, we uh, kind of saw the future being the web and being SaaS. Um, so we started working on uh, the cloud app. So what we call smart draw cloud today. Um, once we built that out and kind of had that out in the world, that opened up a lot of doorways for us. Um, to do other things um, like moving into the Alassian space and having a kind of a, a contained version of Smartra inside of Confluence and Jira um, to make it really easy to do diagramming there. And we've reached out to, to Adaptivist and, and made a partnership with you guys because while we're, we were good at making diagrams and understanding how to make these automated diagrams, um, we knew very little about Alassian. Um, and that space other than, I know, I personally use Confluence and, and enjoyed it. Um, that was kind of the, the collective extent of our knowledge. Um, so we wanted to combine our kind of expertise in diagramming with adaptivist expertise in uh, the Alassian world um, to kind of make something better. <laughs> so speaking of better, what are some of the things that make SmartDraw a better option for people who want to include diagrams with their material? Sure. So the, we, we like to kind of stand on, on three things. The, the, the first one is the amount of content we have. So we, in-house, we design professional content, everything from simple things like work charts and flowcharts, all the way out to some really weird stuff, um, uh, uh, like science flyers and handouts, um, and uh, things for educational. You know, we have, we have like crime scene investigation, and we have some really bizarre symbology for that like um uh, chalk outlines and marijuana leaves and um you know it's it's this incredible range of content um that makes it really easy to just drag out a symbol if you need something the odds are we're going to have it for you and if we don't uh, we, we work hard to make it but the, the driver for that reason why we have all that content is it sets us up for what we call automation and when you pick a template when you decide i'm going to make a floor plan we set up smarter, we make all kinds of little settings changes automatically for you so that that diagram 
it kind of sets up some sane defaults and then things that are very repetitive um, we automate for you flowcharts is the is a great example of that where traditionally you'd have to drag your boxes out make them the right size type your text in it and then draw lines between them if you wanted to add a new box between two of them, you'd have to disconnect a line, add a box, et cetera. Mm. So we take all that away. Our whole automation is to say, nope, you can add a box between two things. They will reorder themselves. They'll keep their spacing nice and even. They'll keep the boxes the right size. Um, we try to take away that repetitive mundane stuff so you can focus on what you're doing. You can focus on the actual thinking about your process as opposed to um, how do I re-anchor this line on the right spot to make my diagram correct? Um, even though we have all this automation and we try to do a lot of things for you, um, SmartDraw is still very powerful. Um, it is a full-blown diagramming application. You can turn off all the helpers. You can go into a blank diagram and you can use it like a CAD program or like a freehand drawing program and really kind of go to the extreme of what you want to do. And it's up to the user. We don't make you pick between this is really easy and um, this is very powerful. Um, we try to give you both um, in the best way we can. That's kind of what makes us unique. So what made you, I mean, given it's been around for 20 years, like you're already well-established, what, what made you decide to move into the confluence space? Like that's, um, seems like a, a bit of a shift, especially if you already had a, a cloud, you know, offering. It's funny. If, if you look at it from the outside, it would seem like a big shift, right? Like, wait a minute, you're already doing this other thing over here. Why would you bother? Um, but then when you really look at it, there's a lot of synergy between what goes on in Atlassian and the kind of ways that SmartDraw is used. Uh, so SmartDraw is used for wireframing and process and, and things like that, hierarchies, um, software development diagrams. These are all things that people make inside of Atlassian. They, they store this kind of knowledge inside of Confluence every day. It's a, it's a strong use case for them. So it actually is a very natural fit to want to kind of allow for that kind of um, ease of use and power inside of Confluence. Um, you know, underlying that, of course, is that uh, we like it. <laughs> we like Confluence and we were very excited about um, kind of the, the uh, possibility of being able to use our product within it without having to go through the roundabout way of exporting a PNG saving it to disk, putting it into Confluence manually. Um, it just made sense to have it there. We, we, we formed our partnership, and we launched uh, SmartDraw for Confluence. Uh, it started with the cloud product, am I right? You're absolutely correct, okay, yep. Okay, good. And we have, we have recently moved into the server space. Correct, yep. Where you are able to, to install SmartDraw in an instance of Confluence. And one of the things that I am very excited about, which we're, we're only going to touch on today, because this is part one of two, um, is the integration between SmartDraw and the Atlassian tools via SDON. Now, mm. I don't want to say that wrong. Is it SDON or is it SDON? Star Destroying Omnipotent... Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, I like Nebula. it. <laughs> there we go. Scariest um, thing. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I think the short answer is uh, it's both. Uh, uh, personally, you'll hear me you'll hear me call it SDON. Um, I have heard others call it SDON. Um, I don't know why. That just <laughs> yeah. SDON. I prefer. Um, I'm with you. But uh, uh, 
it, it'd be cool if it stood for Star Destroying Omnipotent Nebula, but uh, um, it stands for Smart Draw Object Notation, and, and it's that's okay too. Um, it, it has a nice ring to it, you know. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. Indeed, um, it's for it, so part of that automation. So Smart Draw has this automated way of creating diagrams, and we. We have business logic in the software that kind of spaces things correctly and, and handles the drawing for you. That opens the door for us to then say, well, I don't need to define the distance between two boxes. I don't need to define all these things. I can just put two boxes out there and, and SmartDraw will handle the rest. So it opens up this nice uh, door to create a very simple way of defining a diagram uh, in a structured manner. Um, and that's what SDON does. SDON um, allows uh, uh, an engineer or an admin to, to create this uh, text file, defining their, their shapes, defining how they want them to branch, defining the type of diagram they would like, um, and then properties like color and, and hyperlinks. Um, hand that over to SmartDraw and it will then create that diagram. Um, and you just click a button and your diagram's all set, ready to go. Um, that then, of course, opens up possibilities for something like ScriptRunner, where ScriptRunner is very, very, very good at uh, crawling around inside of Confluence and Jira and, and teasing out information. You know, I love the line that ScriptRunner um, gives you superpowers. Um, so ScriptRunner gives you these superpowers to create and, and to pull all this data out. And Smartra then takes those superpowers and allows you to visualize it. Um, so you can use ScriptRunner mm -hmm. to go and pull out information like, show me all of my epics, all of my stories, and all of my issues. Um, show me my um, critical path. Show me what's blocking issues. You can ask all these kinds of questions with ScriptRunner, um, which can then produce an SDON file and produce that visual. Um, so that combination, they've been able to, to pull out all the information in a way you maybe already do. Maybe you already have custom script runner um, scripts that help pull information out in a way you want. SmartDraw lets you visualize it and lets you see it in a new way. Um, it's pretty exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's very new. We're still very much evolving what's possible with it and, and our under even our own understanding of, of where we can go with it. Um, but it's exciting to see it kind of put into practice and, and see how what we kind of looked at as being a very simple use case is, is evolving into uh, very modular use cases that can be combined to make even more complicated visuals. It's pretty exciting. You really perked me up with critical path management. I mean, that <laughs> just being able to visualize that easily with Jira because you can set up the links, but it is it, people really struggle with that visualization of the Jira yeah. issues um, or being able to, for instance, you know, map out what do we need to accomplish and what's all the, what are all the dependencies? What's everything that just needs to happen? Even if we're not doing CPM calculations, um, just reporting on that, visualizing that that's, that's super powerful. It's very exciting. Yeah. There, there's amazing value um, in seeing something, you know, it's it, text links only get you so far um, being able to see it in a hierarchy or see it in the flow chart. Um, it really does open up some some new ideas. So it's again, it's it's really exciting to see how it's starting to be used and how it's starting to be applied. Because it feels like every time somebody uses it a little bit, ten new ideas pop up that we hadn't even considered before. 
I love that that sort of gradual unfolding of the possibilities. Um, and Matthew can actually very strongly confirm that for like a good six months this year, um, I was bugging him about giving me a visualization. I was like, no, I know you've got it. There are your, just show it. I can't see it. I don't. Right. Yeah. It's our portfolio. Yeah. And it's, it's really a testament to when you build a good platform, uh, you know, people find ways to use it. And that's, that's really been Atlassian's success story. You know, Jira is so modular. It's so uh, customizable. People use it for a million different things. Um, So it's, it's very exciting. Um, And part two, uh, we're going to talk more, but what, what exactly are we talking about in part two? In part two, we're going to bring in Adaptivist consultant Mike Brown, who's worked pretty extensively with SDON and has built, as Joshua described, um, some Lego blocks that are going to allow SmartDraw and ScriptRunner to work together to create some pretty incredible diagrams. So we'll talk about some of the Lego blocks. It will be as easy for me to build as if I'm building with Legos. Um, yeah, for, hopefully. As hopefully. Someone, right, that's exciting. I have built... I, you know, I, when I get a Lego set or when, excuse me, when my children are given a Lego set, I take it and then build it to, to the diagram. You know, I build it to the thing. And you're, you're one of those kind of people. I, yeah. And I wish, I wish I was a little less, you know, in the box, but I can't help it. I have to put it together the way it is. And so we got them the, uh, the bag end set from the Hobbit. And uh, I will say that there were times where I was not sure that I, you know, it says three to 11, but I got it done in four. (laughs) (laughs) With the the years on the box, it says how many years old you should be. I got it done in four years. It took a while. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we really do look forward to having part two. Joshua Platt, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Matthew, always a pleasure to see you. If you have a suggestion for the podcast or you'd like to be a guest, feel free to email us at learn at adaptivist.com. Want to come work with a group of smart drawing experts? Well, visit joinadaptivist.com. For Matthew Stubblefield, Joshua Platt, my name is Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you later on Adaptivist Live. We're also joined by a very special guest. Um, Joshua, what's your title at Smart Draw?